This is Jordan Love, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. Once again, back for the waiver wire edition of the podcast. I'm Alex Dunlap here with the Trash Man. Week 13 waivers and any questions that you guys have in the stream, we will get to them. Uh, you guys can leave questions about players that you might drop this week for any of the players on waivers. I'm not sure what I really think about this week on waivers, Trash Man, because we've waited kind of a little bit later than usual to put it up because I just don't want to bug our web guy with a bunch of edits later on if there was going to be news. But there just hasn't been the news that we were hoping to get. We'll get to all of it here in a second. But first, a quick reminder, all of our content can be found at rosterwatch.com, including uh, our new premium memberships, which uh, have the sports betting content. This last week, the algo went absolutely bananas. I think it uh, – I think in the 16-game slate, it only lost on five games. So, um, yeah, the thing's on fire. You can go there and check it out. Basically, getting it for a whole year costs about as much as a week of another kind of pits, picks, you know, uh, picks service, um, at least for this year. And the other reminder is please give this a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And now I've noticed in Spotify, you can give a rating in Spotify. I looked at Spotify, Trash Man. We only have like 15 five-star ratings. It's like we have like a thousand times that as far as our listeners. Man, do, we have, got, do we have how many one star ratings do we have? I don't think we had any. But, okay. but but my point is this. I didn't know that there was a rating function in Spotify, but there is. You get, like click go to podcast and you'll see there there's like a little star there now that I'd, I'd never noticed before. So if oh. you could go in Spotify, too, and give us a good rating, that would be I, I would love that because I use Spotify, but our but our marketing people, they always bug us about Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So if you guys can give us a, a good rating and review in there, we would certainly appreciate it. Okay, so here, here's what we're looking at with waivers. It's a cockamamie week, guys. And at the very top, it's really not that good at running back. There is just a lot of speculative a lot of speculative ads. It's nothing that you want to break the bank for, but we know that people are in desperation mode right now and there's things you're going to have to do. And you're going to have to take shots on some of these guys. So what do you want to talk about first? Let's just talk about the Steelers stuff first. Okay. Okay. All right. So with Najee Harris, we know that he got banged up last night with an abdominal injury was what they were calling it. He comes back in, um, looks okay for about a series, then leaves again and quickly goes to the locker room. They come back out and tell us basically immediately they got word from the media department from the Steelers that he's not back. He's, he's out for the game, uh, an ab issue. Of course, Jalen Warren was already inactive for this game. He had the hamstring all of last week. And so our opportunity to play Jalen Warren in a spot where he was kind of, you know, coming up and, and, you know, uh, playing that sort of 
one B kind of almost a one B plus kind of role along with Najee for a little bit of the season coming into that. We were robbed of that opportunity. And what happened was we saw a committee come in between Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland. Um, as far as the total breakdown between those two guys, it was, let me just get it pulled up here on the snap counts, targets and touches tool. So after he goes out, we had Benny Snell Jr. handle 41% of snaps. He had one target, 13 touches for 68 and a touchdown. Uh, Anthony McFarland, two targets, eight touches for 41 and no touchdowns on 30% of snaps. Both of them ran the same number of routes, which is kind of interesting considering that Anthony McFarland is by far considered to be the better pass catcher, whereas Benny Snell is sort of thought of as a between-the-tackles grinder type of player. But it just becomes interesting on a one-week sort of slate here because we're going into this game at Atlanta wherever it looks like for now it's at a pick them. And this is the number nine matchup on the early matchup tool this week for opposing runners. And so if we have no Najee Harris and if we have no Jalen Warren, clearly Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane would come into play this next week as you know, low end RB two type of plays and people could use those right now. Uh, the question is how hurt is Najee? How hurt is, how, how hurt is Jalen Warren? I watched Mike Tomlin's press conference today, which was a, I wish I wouldn't have it. Like I got absolutely no information from it. Uh, he started out the press conference by saying that, look, he's got no new information on Najee Harris. He has the same information that he did last night. They're going to take it day by day. He also said the Steelers though, do, did have a couple of injuries that they're uh, focused on you know, mainly on, on, on the defensive side of the football, where they're going to have a sort of a global sort of scaling down of practice this week on a short week coming into this, uh, coming into this Atlanta game to where those guys, he said, like, so we can be inclusive of all the guys who are banged up because we got a lot of guys banged up and we don't want them away from practice. So we're going to have sort of scaled down practices to start the week. You're going to see a lot of guys limited. So I, I thought he, he talked about that right after the Najee Harris stuff. So I thought maybe, maybe Najee could be included in that. Certainly Jalen Warren, who, you know, wasn't held out until, you know, later because they had the Monday night game. We didn't know that Jalen Warren was going to be out until Saturday. So the fact that they went that long before announcing he could be out makes me think that he might be back. I would think that if we knew Jalen Warren was going to be back, and if we knew Najee was wasn't going to play, Jalen Warren would be by far just the the absolute nuts as far as who to pick up this week on waivers. That would be the number one pickup at the running back position. Do you agree with that, Trash Man? Just given this one matchup Atlanta coming up, given the fact that Jalen Warren has looked good, uh, and given the fact that. You know, we've seen now what three was it three or four years of Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland where they where they haven't done much of anything. Yeah, so, I mean, I think there could be an uh, an argument for Zonovan, right? But okay, well, that's the situation with the Steelers. That's the situation with the Steelers, and that's why, like, I was hoping we would get a better update than this on 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 Tuesday before we put up the cheat sheet. But dude, after this, I'm gonna have to get the podcast up and get the cheat sheet up. People have to run waivers, so. I mean, we're just putting them all kind of stacking them up all in a row. And we're hoping that this provides some context as to what you should be looking for and the outcomes that you should be betting for. If you do pick up one of these guys, I do agree with trash man, Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight could be uh, the more interesting pickup. If you just don't want to mess with that whole, that whole charade, right? Yeah. Um, we have lifetime Longhorn in the chat saying I have Dalton Schultz and Tyler Higby with all the shake with the ranch. I consider dropping Higby for anyone on the cheat sheet. Maybe another tight end or wide receiver. Nah, I, I would not drop Higby right now for a tight end that's on the cheat sheet. Um, not for a tight end, but maybe, I mean, if Traylon Burks is available. 
Right. And, and we'll talk about Traylon Burks. I wish you would have picked Traylon Burks up these last four weeks. We've been telling you to, but um, if Traylon Burks is available, I would certainly, you know, if you have Schultz, I would, I would drop Higby for Traylon for sure. I'd, tr- I'd drop a lot of players for Traylon Burks right, right now. Um, so I don't know. You can talk about what you saw at a BAM night. The, 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 the deal with him was, so we got word early on Sunday morning um, right before an active, so probably 10, 10, 15 a.m. Central, that there was going to be no James Robinson in this game. Supposedly, that was going to be lining things up big time for Michael Carter. But then Michael Carter gets banged up in this one, and we're actually uh, there. We're actually unsure of how long he's going to be out, but it seems like it could be. Let's see, what are they calling it? What do they say a multi-week absence? It's like everything like this has been better reporting on this. Um, but let me just see if there's been anything anything new since I just got back from the gym. Uh the Jets think that he might he, you know, he might be able to play this week, but and it's considered day to day, but there was some talk earlier about being week to week. So now they've revised week to week to day to day. So Look, I mean, I feel like they got a good rushing out attack out of Knight and Johnson. I don't see any reason to like rush Michael Carter back, dude. I mean that that whole offense with Mike White looked it looked I just it looked like look, a different offense. It, well, it was. It just looked so much. God, Zach Wilson's just so bad. But yeah. so so in so in the game yesterday, as far as the distribution on the game Sunday, as far as the distribution, we saw Bam Knight with forty eight percent. So. Uh, Bam out with 48% of snaps. Michael Carter was in for the first 30% of snaps. And after that, we had Bam Knight play 48% of the of the balance of snaps. Ty Johnson played 24% of the balance. Bam Knight actually got the three receptions for 17 total touches and 103 total yards. I mean, he went for 103. Michael Carter, you know, you weren't dumb for playing him if you played him. He was he was gonna have a good game. Um uh, and then let's see, Ty, Ty, Ty Johnson, even, I mean, Jesus, two targets, six He's touches, really efficient. 78 and a touchdown. So I think trash man's right. They, they did get some good work out of those guys. For me, I'm going with the kind of the, the, the devil that I don't know. You know, we did work on Bam Knight. We saw him, we saw, we saw him at the senior bowl. Didn't we trash man? Wasn't he a late call up? Didn't he come um, in on Thursday? Maybe I I might've seen him a little bit. I think he came in on, th- he's came in on third. We didn't talk to him. Maybe it was the combine that, that, that we talked to him. I get it all mixed up over the years. We we certainly did our work on him. We thought that he was an you know we thought that he was an okay prospect and somebody who we were taking in the fourth round of dynasty startup drafts. Um, I do you have any any feel for whether or not the James Robinson scratch had to do with the fact that they were just more happy with how he's? I mean, he looked like they a said guy something who, about running style. Do you, know, um, do, you know what, do you know what that means? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not I know sure. what maybe, it means. It means like, look, we like this other guy Knight's better. A little bit more of a slasher. Yeah, we like this other guy better. The offense runs better when he's in there. It yeah. does. Do, do, do you think? Do you think that James Robinson, trash man, would have gone? I mean, I, I know it's versus the Bears, but would he have gone 17 for 103? I mean. I feel like we've always underestimated James Robinson and his capabilities. I but not since the but not since the Achilles. Since the Achilles and a new team and everything, and he's a he's a and he's a healthy scratch. It's just like the uh, healthy and scratch are not two words you want to hear together if you're a fantasy yeah. 
guy, you know, for the, for these players. So Bam Knight should be picked up for sure. Um, we have him at the top of the sheet for now, even though I feel like I would pick up Jalen Warren just for this week's matchup. If we did get word that he'd seemed like he was going to go and it did seem like Najee was super iffy. And here's the thing with Najee too, trash man. If he needs imaging and MRIs and all this shit on a Tuesday, it, it, that to me says, uh, and, it, and it's the abdominal. Yeah. That to me says, man, it's pretty that, like, I think, don't you think we should move up Jalen Warren just in anticipation of that? Yeah. I think I'd I mean, rather yeah, pick up Jalen Warren. Even if he does play, you'd expect an uptick in Warren's touches. Yeah, right, right. And then we, and if we could get Michael Carter back next week, we might. It's a good matchup. He's at Minnesota. They are, um, they are three-point underdogs. But, uh, you know – a, a, a fair enough team total here sitting or a, a fair enough over under here sitting at 46. Um, the number 12 matchup on the roster watch matchup tool for opposing running backs. So I do think that Knight, you know, should probably be picked up in deeper leagues. Ty Johnson for sure. Um, we also do you have thoughts about the Rams stuff? Uh, just the Rams are a complete disaster. I mean, Kyron Williams, I mean, he, yeah, he I'm going to stick by what like I ahead of Cam Akers. Yeah, I'm going to stick by what I said last week about him and what I said on the radio show about him is that this is a Rams team that's out of it. They're down for the count. They're done. They need players who are going to step up and show that they can be the, you know, the new players on this team. Like, they're out of their stars, like, on offense. Yeah, they know what they have in Akers. I think they want to see what they have in Williams played 70% of snaps, dude. Yeah. And I know it was a losing game script versus Kansas City, but it's, I mean, they're going to be flip playing in a lot of losing game scripts. They really, really are no good. Yeah. And why push Stafford back? Why was Stafford pushed to come back? Why would Cup push to come back? Why yeah, I don't would, think you know, Cup's coming back this season at all. We know Daryl Henderson's not. And yeah. and it, that's it. That's so there's Akers, there's there's Kyron Williams, there's there's these kinds of guys. This is a this is a week where you need it's not sexy. But man, we're coming into the playoffs right now, and these are the moves that you need to be making. Because importantly, even if you're almost out of budget or you have a bad waiver order, there's so many of these guys you can pick one of them up. But you know, so just like do it, take a flyer on one. Um, speaking of guys, you could take a flyer on. And speaking of Daryl Henderson, he's now in Jacksonville. We had Travis Etienne who left that game with the uh, foot injury, which you know, I mean. Healthy scratch is two words you never want to hear about your fantasy players. If, if, if you're a Travis Etienne manager, the word you don't want to hear with him is foot, anything. But well, I mean, they said he was cleared to come back. I get it. But well, I mean, are you going to, I mean, yeah, but, and they were careful with him, right? Jamichael Hasty looked pretty good. He looked good. Jamichael Hasty's kind of looked good. He's looked better with those, with that duck footed running that, that he has. What is it with him? And I mean, Travis Etienne kind of kind of runs with some pointed out duck feet too. Have you ever noticed? But Hasty definitely does. Um, he looked he looked good. He looked good uh, as far as his snaps in this game. Uh, after Etienne went out, it was um, he, he played. So yeah, seventeen touches for ninety five total yards. He had five targets on seventy eight percent of snaps. In a in just in a thrilling, was that a win? They came back to win, didn't they? Or the the Jags? Yeah, yeah. The the they, they came back to win versus the Ravens. Just unbelievable. They're they're like 
So they're better than the Colts now. They're better than the Texans now. Like the Titans are the Jags' only competition in this. I mean, that's tough competition, but uh, pretty, pretty, so. pretty, pretty interesting development there for the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence just looking like a total G. Um, so Hasty, he's a guy that you could pick up. We are we. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is probably still out there in a lot of leagues. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's looking like you can pick up um he's going to be used in all kinds of all kinds Although of ways. ron jones looks like he well, now that they've there, brought melvin gordon onto the practice squad for the chiefs they probably might have to do something with elevating ronald jones for sure but i, I don't know it's um uh, that'll be something interesting to follow but i think mckinnon if he's around he's out there it's fine mike boone coming back this week somebody interesting to keep an eye on and there's all these other guys i mean we talked a little bit about the san francisco situation um you know, we have now Elijah Mitchell looks to be out for the season. Christian McCaffrey's a little bit banged up too. Uh, Tyrion Davis Price has been basically inactive for most of these games recently. It was Jordan Mason that came in uh, and got the work this last time. But moving forward, it could be Tevin Coleman. Who'd you say, Trash? It was Matt Barrows, who's the whose report you yeah. read earlier. Matt Barrows is the best about this kind of shit. And what what he said. It lines up exactly with what I would say. Jordan Mason is like a special teamer, utility kind of player, a kind of guy that you don't, you know, you don't pull up to the 53-man roster just to be your running back, right? Whereas, so he's there, but he's a special teams guy. He's having to do all this other stuff. Uh, Tevin Coleman is the kind of guy who you're not going to bring up to the 53 unless you plan to run him as the running back, right? So yeah. if, Tevin, if Tevin Coleman is active – he could be an interesting pick up there. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan like, seems to like him too. I would like to pick him up over Jordan Mason if I was going with this angle of the uh, San Francisco running back outside of Christian McCaffrey because it's clear that they're going to be using a committee approach there in order to keep McCaffrey healthy and, and just do, in order just to use McCaffrey in the way that they have, which has been like the awesomest way I've seen him used despite the fact that you know it's frustrating to see his snap percentages kind of go down. The the good news is he's one of the most efficient and awesome football players to 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 watch play. Um, Zamir White, I don't know anything about Josh Jacobs, trash man. You said that you were maybe a little bit concerned about Josh Jacobs. Um, do you? Do you well, you Jacob has said he's going to try to play this week. Um, you know, and it's early in the weekend, but. Um, I think Zamir White's a good insurance line just because, I mean, you look at the game like that where he's getting, what, like close to 30-something touches. If White could get anything like that, you know, if there's a chance, then it's probably a good idea to get him on your bench. No. Yeah. And like Cody was saying on the radio show this weekend, he's saying that he's been picking up Zamir White the last few weeks anyway. So – I think that he's. I think that Zamir White is a good pick. The the point is, guys, get on waivers this week. I know they're not sexy, but the important lesson is the important takeaway here is get on waivers. Go after these running backs. It's I. You don't have to have a favorite. I don't even think I have a favorite. But I, what what I can guarantee you is out of these guys that we've mentioned, Bam Knight or Zonovan Knight is who you'll search for. Zonovan Knight, um, the Rams guys like Kyron Williams and Cam Akers. Um, if Tyler Algier is out there, you can look at him. J- the Pittsburgh guys, Jalen Warren, Benny Snell, maybe Anthony McFarland. Um, the guys like Zamir White, the guys like Tevin Coleman, maybe maybe Ty Johnson. 
it's like now it's like if you're in a like you're going to be if you're in a league where it's just the numbered waiver system you if you put in that many waivers you're guaranteed to get one of those guys i think i just listed like 12 so um so just go go get that done i don't think it's anywhere near as interesting at wide receiver trash man because all we really have is is trailing burks as far as i'm concerned i don't I, I mean, do you care about the rest of these scrubs? Is Zay Jones ever going to do this again? I I don't know. I guess Darius Slayton is. He, I mean, I could, I can't believe he's still not over the fifty five percent mark. He's right at he's right at the he's right at it. Um, you know, and there's somebody I just remember too. Maybe Richie James. Um, yeah. Throw him on there on the tail end. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jefferson should, looks like Richie James should be ahead of like he should be ahead of Odell Beckham. Yeah. I'm gonna get hold on. So I'll put him in there. Richie James, um, Junior, New York Giants. Van Jefferson with Allen Robinson being gone for the year, it looks like Van Jefferson could be in line for considerable targets. Yeah, I mean, do Van Jefferson? Do, do we like him more than Donovan Peoples Jones at this um, point? They have no one. Well, I I don't know if I like him more than a Donovan Peoples Jones with Deshaun Watson coming back. How do we know that John? I mean, okay, that's fair. I mean, it's like with that, we're just, you're just hoping for upside and stuff. Um, a lifetime long one ass. He has Jacobs. So I want to pick up Zamir White or Amir Abdullah. Which do y'all like better? Well, I mean, I think I think that Amir Abdullah. I don't think that Amir Abdullah would transition into a role that looked anything like the one that Jacobs has, has had. Right. I think what would happen is that would devolve into a committee where you would have Zamir be sort of the lead guy and you'd have Amir Abdullah be Amir Abdullah, but just plus 15%. Yeah. So I want the upside of Zamir White as opposed to Amir, like Amir Abdullah plus, if that makes any sense. I, I want the guy that can be 80% of Josh Jacobs. Um, so that, you know, a little bit more risk, but it's like, you know, what are you going to do? You're, yeah. you're big, so, um, you always go, I know, I'm go, always going for upside in that situation. Yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to touch on as, as far as these wide receivers? I'm going to look up some of these names of people asking if they can asking if they can drop them. AJ Dillon, by the way, too trash man. God damn it! Right after we drop this dude, he comes to the- <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I mean he's he's not on the I, he's I, I think he's far too owned to put him on the sheet. Oh no, he is. I'm just saying, like we've talked about, it. it's like we told yeah. him to drop him. All this stuff is just like. I dropped him, and everywhere I had him, it's just, just so bad. Well, I don't know. I think it might have just been a one week thing because if if Aaron Rodgers returns, I don't think he's got that same uh, outlook. Um, hey, otherwise, hey, 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 man, Chase Chase Claypool got kind of hurt in this game, but I'm seeing that he, you know, he had the five. Chase Claypool needs to be on this sheet. I, I'm I'm seeing he, he's only fifty three percent owned. He's he's right below Jamison Williams. Okay, ah, he needs to be up higher because of the because of the Darnell Mooney stuff and and the targets last week, right? He should be in this other tier, right? Potentially. He should be higher. Yeah, let's put him up. Let's move him up. Okay. I'm glad that we didn't put this thing out yet. There's some changes that need to be need need to be occurring here. Okay. Yeah. Well, with Chase Claypool, we just say like, you know, Darnell Mooney's out for the season. He popped, you know, he popped his head up for a bunch of targets this last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, Zay Jones coming off of his best. Well, highest targeted game of the season. I can't trust Zay. He's somebody to look at. Um, Quez Watkins in Philadelphia coming on in Dallas Goddard's place. Um, 
considerable targets the last two weeks. He's somebody in PPR leagues, deep PPR leagues you can look at. Um, David Bell starting to get looks in Cleveland. And again, looking at that um, Browns receiver upside with Deshaun Watson under center, there's potential there for David Bell. What about these – anything else? Like what about these tight ends or any of these other guys? Tight like- ends, I mean, Jordan Akins, I added him to the sheet. He's the only new addition there at, at tight end. Um, seems like um, Brevin Jordan is in the doghouse there in Houston. And with a uh, new quarterback under center, I think maybe Akins gets, you know, some safety blanket action there for Houston. Um, that's really the only new tight end, you know, that I've added to the sheet. Okay. And then just talk about some of these quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, I mean, about, ask you about new additions, Mike White, about. the Jets looked like, you know, the Jets look like a different team. Joe, Joe Montana. <laughs> with him under center. Um, so he's definitely somebody with some upside. Um, as is Sam Darnold. The Panthers look pretty decent with him under center. I mean, he's not afraid to air it out. Um, so those two guys. And, of course, Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers cannot go this weekend, um, Jordan Love – you know, it's worth a stream just because of what he can do with his feet. And he's, you know, he's got a hell of an arm. He's got Christian Watson to throw it to. Oh, yeah. I, I, I but Aaron, Aaron Rodgers says he's going to go. He got good news. He got good news. He's, 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 he's going to go. All right. All right. You guys, if you guys have any questions here in the chat, uh, throw them in and we'll try and get to them. Uh, not too many today, trash man. So we'll, let's just go through them. Can you drop Rondale Moore? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can drop Elijah Mitchell. He's 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 out. Right? Yeah. He's out for the year. Sure. Um, can you drop Naheem Hines, or are you gonna yeah. wait and hold out? Okay. Uh, Jahan Dotson. I mean, you can drop him. Yes, I mean, you can drop yeah. him. You should drop him. Um, only two more. Trey Trey McBride. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just not targeting him enough. And I think with Marquise Brown return, it makes it even harder. Okay. And this is the toughest one, man. It's a guy that I just – I don't know why. I just – it's tough. Can you draw Kareem Hunt for any of these guys? You could uh, – <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it might take a few days to figure out who it's going to be. 